Today's guest, uh, very special to me. I've known her for a number of years now, um, since I was a child, and um, I'm, I'm blessed to have him on here today. Um, he's been with our church for for 20 plus years now. He's been in ministry for about 20 solid years now, um, and uh, I'm excited to, to have him here. Um, so we're going to get into it. Uh, Manny Free, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, so just uh, give us a little bit of what your life looks like right now. So Right now? Yeah. So uh, uh, blessed, very fortunate, very blessed. I think uh, right now I'm at a point where um, I can see everything that God's done in my life, what he's brought me through, uh, what he has imparted into me, and um, where giving me a glimpse of uh, where we, we might take me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Very blessed, very fortunate. I'm just, uh, as my daughter would say, living uh, my best life, right? Yes, perfect. Hashtag best life. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I want to start off with one quick segment, and um, uh, we're going to talk about the verse of the day. Um, and so the verse of the day is from our the Bible app that everybody uses, um, and it's for March 14th, 2019. Um, and it's uh, James 1.12. Um, and it, it reads, blessed is the one who preserves under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Um, in James, he echoes in the beginning in around verse two, in chapter one, verse two, um, he called on believers to categorize um, hard times as joyful things. Yeah. And and why why was that? Why did he do that? It's, it was because... Our faith only grows stronger when tested by trials. Right. Um, trusting God through our trials pushes us towards uh, a Christ-like maturity um, of trusting God more and more deeply in love with Him and uh, with greater endurance. Um, the choice to keep trusting God in the midst of the trial is, you know, is His blessing. Um, our circumstances may be hard sometimes. We go through stuff every day, every week. Um, I know me and you personally have been through a lot of different types of trials, and um, but God is on the side of those who trust Him through um, life's most difficult moments. You know, um, I, I you know me losing my father years ago that was like one of the biggest trials I've ever gone through, um, and uh, and but those because I maintained my trust in God, I, I seeked for peace, I prayed, and. Um, he he was there for me, and and because I did that, I know that um, uh, my name's in that that book. Yeah, you know, definitely. and um, I'm I'm excited to accept that crown of life once I get there. You know, and um, we know Pastor Danny just talked about the you know the Lamb of God, and yeah. that was perfect. It was like perfect revelation to you know what I came up with for today. And um, going into that um, today, we're going to be talking about longevity, um, and like I said. Manny, you've been in our church for how many years now? Uh, it's been 24 years this wow. past January. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. 24 years ago. Yeah. And um, what what uh, what brought you to the church? Um, well, it's it's a uh, wow. It's crazy. What happened was um, I didn't get saved in the church. I got saved in the street. Mm -hmm. um, I remember just uh, being in the bedroom, uh, listening to. Um, some music and mm -hmm. the spirit of God began to deal with me yeah. and I just remember fighting God and at the end just saying, all right, God, if, if you want me to serve you, 
you had to change my life. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was um, I didn't have a church. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to a church by my house, but I didn't feel that's where God wanted me. And it just so happened that my mom uh, broke her her hand, her finger, slammed at the door. So I had to yeah. take her to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And when we were coming home, I pulled right in front of New Harvest. And I seen people coming out and I seen yeah. like people my age. And I said, hmm, and maybe give it a shot this Sunday. And the rest is history. Yeah. So thank God for a broken finger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it takes is the smallest things or yeah. funniest things sometimes, but yeah. that'll get you here. But um, I'm thankful. I've been here for all my life now, pretty much. Um, my mom was, you know, came to the church before I was born. Yeah. And so I was pretty much raised in this church. And, um, and uh, that's awesome. So I'm, I'm blessed to be here too. And uh, that was an accident as well. And then the fact that my 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 father at the time was in prison, and um, when he was able to come out, he was able to be put in our men's home, and um, through that, my parents were able to get married. Yeah. They had me, and here I am now, you know, twenty twenty eight <clears throat> years later, did, which is awesome. Didn't Pastor Sergio marry them like, in did. the back uh, conference room? He, he did. So it's an awesome story. It was on uh, I think it was on a Thursday or Friday night, randomly. Um, in, in January, January 21st, 2000, I mean, 1990, I should say, yeah. 1990. So 28 years ago, they, uh, my dad talked to Pastor Sergio and he was like, hey, uh, so I've been with this woman for 10 plus years now and I know it's it's wrong and uh, I want to get married. Pastor Sergio was like, oh, I'll do it right now. <laughs> so um, he that's did a, it. He that's did a great it. story. Yeah, man. it was funny. And we have a video somewhere, but who knows where that is. It's from 20 years ago. But um and speaking about marriage, um, uh, I know that you are uh, heavily involved with marriage counseling here in our church. You and your wife hold yeah. a, a class here or do marriage counseling. Right. Um, you want to tell us a little about that, how you started that? And- so, yeah. So um, it, it's the backstory is my wife and I, we um, will be married 19 years this July. Right. Wow. So, yeah. So we when we got married, we we courted. We got engaged and we got married all within like a year. Wow! So um, when we got married, uh, needless to say, that a, that adjusting mm-hmm. time, that adjustment, yeah, we 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 had to, had to take a crash course in that, right? <laughs> we had to adjust fairly yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. And so over the years, um, through just different issues that weren't dealt with uh, when we were courting mm-hmm. and early in our marriage. <clears throat> different trials that we went through, they they really began to manifest themselves like around our you know, 10, 12 year mark, right? Mm-hmm. So we did counseling with uh, Pastor Sergio and Sister Tony. Okay, yeah. And we did uh, what's called, um, it's the curriculum here called Prepare and Enrich, okay. right? Yeah. So we, we went through the sessions, we went through um, what it is, it's a, you took an online assessment mm-hmm. and it's like a snapshot of where your marriage is at that given moment, yeah. right? So it's it's real accurate. It shows you, you know, your strengths. Yeah. Shows you areas where you, some people tell me it's a little scary sometimes. It, it, yeah, it's really pretty <laughs> yeah. dead on. Mm-hmm. Shows areas where you need to grow in. And when we we went through that um, that session, uh, the counseling session with Pastor and Sister Tony, and it just revolutionized us, man. Yeah. It changed us. It, it really transformed us. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I was here for that when you guys went through that period, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember seeing huge change within you too yeah and, um, that's when i think you took some time off right yeah yeah there's a period when um yeah, it took about a year off yeah. to to just um get right with my wife mm-hmm. as they say right yeah. so we we did it and 
man, it's man, it was just so awesome. It was really life changing, and yeah. we 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 fell in love all over again, mm-hmm. right? We we rediscovered why we had fallen in love in the first place, mm-hmm. and so um, maybe uh, a couple years after that, Sister Nancy approached uh, my wife and said, "Hey, you know, I think you guys would would do good with this." So. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I honestly was like, well, you know, I didn't, never yeah. saw myself like that. But so we we yeah. did um, the course for the facilitators, mm-hmm. and then um, we we went ahead and passed all that, That's and awesome. then we yeah. um, you know started doing it. So we've been doing it. I want to say maybe um, two and a half, oh, three wow. years. Oh, that went by fast. Yeah. yeah, I remember when you started mm-hmm. it. It seemed like just last year. But that's awesome, yeah. Um, so, what are some uh, some tools or advice that um, come to mind when thinking about longevity in your marriage or in marriage in general? Yeah, um, yeah. I would say first and foremost is is making a good foundation, establishing a good foundation. Mm-hmm. One thing that my wife and I did do when we were single was uh, we laid a real solid foundation. We pastor gave us these. Um, set of guidelines mm-hmm. that uh, he asked us to follow if we wanted to be married yeah. even within the church, right? Mm-hmm. And so we we really didn't understand why they were so strict and, and <laughs> be quite honest, we were like, what? You know, yeah. we didn't even really agree with them. Mm-hmm. But we knew enough to know this that, um, you know, our best intention, you know, pastor had our best intention of in course. mind, right? Yeah. So we submitted and, and we, we followed the guidelines and um, we laid this, this foundation that was really based on God. Yeah. So that really kept us through all the storms that we've ever gone through. Um, but aside from that foundation, once you lay the foundation, you got to build on that, right? Correct. So I would Correct. say tools, the most really important tools that have helped us and that we stress to others is communication, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Is uh, learning how to get on the same page and speaking the same language. Correct. Because oftentimes... Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You, the husband and the wife, they're speaking totally different languages. They both mm-hmm. want the same thing, mm-hmm. but the language is, is, is yeah. she's saying one thing and he's interpreting a whole other thing that's yeah. totally different. Yeah. So learning how to communicate. Yeah, you know? for sure. You know, I've been I've been with, with my girlfriend now for over three years, and um, that's something that we are still learning. And I can imagine how hard it was for you, only been together for a year and getting married after yeah. that first year. So... Um, being together for three years, we've we've come to learn that. So thank God. So when we do get married soon, yeah, that um, you said soon. We we I know we we're soon. <laughs> Anyways, um, when we do get to that area, of uh, you know we we have like you said that foundation. It's a good foundation, and, and yeah. have that communication already set in stone with our, our yeah. relationship. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So that's something that I know that we've been working on definitely. Communication. Mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, you know, forgiveness, mm-hmm. uh, learning how to forgive and, and move on past things. Yeah. And, and probably one of the most undervalued uh, um, attributes is, is is laughter, learning how to laugh, mm-hmm. knowing how to laugh with one another, yeah. you know, and just because you're in, when you're laughing with someone, you're enjoying, you yeah. know, that person, that person's company. My wife and I, we have all sorts of little inside jokes, <laughs> man. We look at the same thing and yeah, yeah. immediately we had the same thought and we're mm-hmm. laughing and, you know, and so, um, yeah, and those are good. some tools, yeah, you know, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think without laughter, we have nothing because, um, I think God is a God of joyfulness. Obviously he wants us to be happy with each other. And, and I don't think he would have brought us together, any couple, you know, brought anybody together if they didn't imagine that way, especially, you know, to give joy to one another. 
So um, having laughter, I think, is huge. Um, but uh, so what are what are are there characteristics that you um, that you've noticed only come with um, the process? Uh, things that you have um, taken time to develop. Yeah, um, you know, the, with the process, man, is is there's uh, there's no shortcut to your goal. Mm. If you want a, a successful marriage, um, there's no shortcut to it, man. It's it's really having to go through that process, man. And that process is, um, you know, having to learn that with every trial that you go through, it, it's preparing you for what's coming next, right? Mm -hmm. With every yeah. uh, issue that arises, with every, um, you know, um, testing, mm -hmm. Uh, those are meant to get you to a point. They're not meant to to break you. That's what the enemy would use them for to break you. Correct. But God doesn't use those to break you. He uses those those trials and those tests and those storms in your life mm -hmm. and your marriage, whatever, to to get you to a place where He wants you, where you can yeah. be effective, where yeah. you can look back and say, you know, we've weathered some things together, and we're still here, and mm -hmm. we're still doing this, and that process can't um, can't be avoided. Yeah. You know, no. You, and you, it, well, it shouldn't be. Yeah. It, I think God, God will bring it to you no matter how you accept it in different ways. But um, I think we all need to go through struggles. We all need to go through different trials, like you said, to, to take us from here to there. Yeah. To make us better people for each other. Because that's that I think that's for me, that's my goal is to be better for for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know she she's told me the same thing. It's like, I want to be better for you. So, um but there's only one way to be better is to go through some sort of trial first, right? Yeah, and you learn. You yeah. learn. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. experience is the greatest teacher. Yeah. Um, and, and there's times where, um, you know, I just you you blow it. You make you know you say something dumb. <laughs> you got to take your foot out of your mouth, yeah. and it's just one of those where it's like you know, uh, I'm sorry, and uh, you know, next time I'm going to be quick to uh, listen and not so much yeah, speak. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. Um, so I remember a few years ago, um, you had received some really hard news yeah. that your wife, um, Espy, um, she had got diagnosed with cancer. Right. Um, and I know you guys went through a heck of a journey. And so how did your journey and this process help with your family's, you know, receival of that news? Yeah. So I, I man, I remember that day. Um, we, uh, my wife had uh, like a lump mm -hmm. in her um, in her hamstring. She thought she pulled the hamstring, mm. and so uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I remember feeling it and just saying, "It's it's, it's kind of tight, but it doesn't feel normal." So mm -hmm. she went to the doctor for something unrelated. Yeah. And uh, doctor said, "No, you're good." And uh, wasn't even her doctor says, uh, mm. "Is there anything else?" And my wife says, you know, I pulled a hamstring about a month ago and it's not going away. So doctor felt it and said, you know what, this this feels yeah. kind of suspicious. Let's, uh, let's investigate a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they did the uh, the biopsy, uh, doctor put me in the room and said, you know, it's it's what we think it is. It's cancer. It's angry and it's aggressive. Mm -hmm. That's the way the doctor described it. So Jeez. it's like, wow, man, I talk about taking the wind out of your sails, man. So um you know, when she came out of um, the anesthesia, woke mm -hmm. up, she, she asked me, you know, what was, it, what was it? And I told her, you know, this is what it is. And I said, but don't worry, you know, let's let's see what God does. Let's see what God does. And so when 
initially you, you hear that the shock of the news, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's meant to rattle you. The enemy uses that to try to rattle you. Yeah, shakes you up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and who wants to hear that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she yeah. starts thinking all these things. You know, we're young and the kids are small and mm-hmm. this and that. You know, we have plans and so it's like, well, before we start planning, you know. And he, let's let's yeah. start planning on on seeking God first, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and and we're not going to be planning funerals just yet because you're just starting your fight here, exactly. you know. So, yeah, w- the process we went through, everything that we went through as singles, uh, as individuals, mm-hmm. as a married couple, yeah, uh, every fight, every testing, every storm, every issue with uh, our kids, it led us up to that point. Because yeah. at this point now, we had already gone through our counseling. Mm-hmm. We had already become stronger, yeah. you know, uh, in our marriage uh, with one another. And so when we were able to go through all of that, we were able to see this trial, and we were able to attack it in a united front. Mm-hmm. All right? So we we had to come into our roles mm-hmm. as husband and wife, right? Yeah. And so when this happened... I understood what I had to do. I understood what my role was. My role was to be her husband, right? Mm-hmm. Was to take care of her, to yeah. love her the way Christ loved the church. And her job, and I told her, is you fight this. Yeah. You seek God, you get better, and my job is to serve you. Correct. And so that's what I did, man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the doctor's visits. Yeah. Uh, the shots afterwards, um, you know, you name it, man. That's taking care of the kids, taking care of the yeah. kids. You yeah. know, still coming to church, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was. Um, I look back and I was like, you know, God had been preparing us yeah. along the way because God knew mm-hmm. this didn't that didn't take him by surprise. Yeah, you know, He knew we were going to face that challenge, but He knew that in order for us to face that challenge, He was going to have to take us through some things. Mm-hmm. And we were going to have to learn, you know, how yeah. to become united, yeah, of you course. know, uh, yeah. through those trials. Yeah, man, I, I, I clearly still remember that when uh, when you broke the news to us, and uh, it was yeah, I was devastating, but I just remember praying um, for months and months, you know, and um, it was funny you guys played it off so perfect, you know, yeah. like not that you're playing it, but a lot of people had no idea that yeah. she was going through that, you know what I mean? Because it was just the grace of God that you guys, that kept you guys on your, your, your on your, you know, the, the top of everything. Cause I just remember she's going through this, she's going through that. But the next day, the next time I asked, Oh, it, it cleared. It's getting better. It's doing this. And I remember yeah. the day you came in with your head shaved Yeah. and I was like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and um yeah and she had lost her hair and i said yeah. you know it's only hair and yeah she got all her hair back and and oh, i didn't yeah. get so much back though man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah. all right it's all good though we all eat we all have to eat sometime yeah. but um so it, it, yeah. let me just add too man Go that ahead. um you know we didn't do that alone man and, no and, and, you know even though we're all on our own process mm-hmm. man that uh, we encourage and build up one another because oh, yeah. i can't you know um it's hard to explain unless you've experienced yourself, man. But we literally felt, you know, the church, mm-hmm. uh, our friends and family members yeah. praying for us, man. Oh, we, yeah. we, I could sense it. I know she could sense mm-hmm. it, man. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the blessing of uh, of our faith is that you know a lot of times we're in this process together. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. we bear one another's burdens. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that that time um, when you guys wouldn't come because you know there was a situation that happened, or you know she had something going on or she wasn't feeling good or no you guys 
couldn't make it. And I remember taking over for you for a little mm-hmm. while. Um, if you guys don't know, Manny is also our sound leader, sound technician for our church. And um, you've been doing it that for how many years now? Um, 22 years. Wow. Yeah, 22, 23 years. <laughs> so this is long, almost as long as you've been married. Yeah, yeah wow. Um, and so I remember when you when you took that time off um, and you, you asked, you and Pastor Richard asked me to kind of take over. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, first first answer was yes, of course. And then right after that, I was like, oh, God, what did I get myself into? Yeah. You know, but um, I really appreciated that, um, be, being given the, the keys for a little bit. And um, I know I learned a lot, and um, I know I learned a lot from your example. Yeah. And what you were going through made it even, um, uh, I guess you can say, uh, made the experience, like, way better than I thought it was going to be. Because we were we we're in this with you, praying for your wife, yeah. praying that there'd be a miracle, and there was. So I knew that um, my purpose for helping out, for taking over for a little while, wasn't for nothing. It was for a, a good, good reason. Yeah, it, you was, know? it was definitely a blessing, yeah. and it was also, man, preparing you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it Honestly, it prepared me a lot. You know, it got me to um, be the leader of two other ministries, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I, I'm I'm so grateful. And now doing this, you know, this podcast show here, is 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 a super awesome blessing. So I'm I'm thankful for everything that you invested into me as well. Um, but let's go ahead and move on. So uh, back to your marriage counseling. Um, you guys been counseling for you said four years or three years, right? Uh, well, about maybe two and a half. Two years, and a half. Yeah. Okay. So give us an example of what a typical session would look like, and. Um, uh, how can somebody possibly listening yeah. to this episode get into marriage counseling if yeah. they need it, or like who would they contact and what do you guys yes. offer? So each each session is um, is unique to the individuals, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, they're they're pretty standard in terms of uh, what my wife and I praying to accomplish that day. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the the preparing and rich is um, it's for married couples, but it's also for uh, Engaged couples, oh, okay. you know, so cool. premarital, premarital yeah. counseling as well, mm-hmm. and everyone starts with the online assessment. Mm-hmm. Again, we we base our sessions off of that online assessment, mm-hmm. and then that assessment also comes with um, some worksheets and some exercises. And so, usually, what we do is when we first meet the couple mm-hmm. uh, after they've gone through their online assessment and we've gotten the results, uh, we we have a first meeting. Which is usually the ice-breaking one, you know. Yeah, um, get to know each other. Exactly. Like we yeah. we share our testimony. Mm-hmm. We let them know that we were in those exact same seats that they were in, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that there's yeah. hope. If there was oh, hope yeah. for us, there's hope for them, right? And yeah. then um, we get to know them. We ask, you know, ask them some general questions, you know. Mm-hmm. How'd you guys meet? You know, how long have yeah. you been married? Do you have yeah, kids? You yeah. You know, what, mm-hmm. what, what, uh, what interests you? interested you mm-hmm. and your spouse when you first met yeah. and you know we want them to kind of remember mm-hmm. you Take know that at one first. point man yeah. they they were in love you know yeah. at one point that they yeah. were pursuing yeah. each other and so mm-hmm. and then, back to that first love exactly yeah. Yeah. so then uh, uh as we hear them as we listen to them speak you mm-hmm. know we'll 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 interject when we feel like uh we, we catch something that needs to be revisited yeah. you know yeah uh and then we'll begin to um, start off with um, a worksheet called the wish list, okay. right? Yeah, it's a it's a real good worksheet, and 
and it makes the individual in the relationship mm -hmm. um, express what they really want. You know, okay. if, if if they if their spouse would do this for them, this is how it would make them feel. Yeah. And we go through that exercise of, of wow. doing it with them. You know, yeah. if, if, that's good. If you would just do this, then yeah, you know, so uh, you have. So you guys would go back and forth and learn together at the same time, type of thing. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and cool. and uh, some every couple's different. Some couples, man, they would just want to fight and <laughs> us be the referees, and yeah. that's not what we're here for. Yeah. And other couples, they're just you could see that they're just broken, they're tired, and yeah. they they want a miracle. You know? Yeah, they want a miracle. They want to mm -hmm. change, which is good. So um, we're gonna take a quick break, real quick, and we'll come back in two minutes. Sounds good. Um, so. Welcome back to the one-on-one -on -one podcast, uh, part two. Uh, we're going to continue straight on. Uh, we're talking with Manny Free here today. Uh, we've been talking about marriage and life and everything um, that he's been doing in our church for the last 20-some-odd years now. Um, but we'll get into our next question. Um, how are you able to balance your ministries with work and family life? Yeah, uh, great question, man. I want to say first, um, I've had really good examples. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Pastor Sergio, Pastor Richard, Pastor Reggie. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've been really good examples. And over the years, as a single, I would watch them and how they would be with their families, right? Mm -hmm. And um, years ago, I wasn't even married yet. I heard a sermon about uh, uh, balancing ministry and balancing your family. And the pastor likened it as, as uh, being in a rowboat, you mm -hmm. know, so that both uh, oars need to be in the water yeah. simultaneously in order to go forward. Yeah. And that if uh, you just have that oar of ministry constantly rowing, you're going to go in circles. Mm. But if you have that oar of life, uh, family, family life constantly rowing, then you're going to go in circles as well. Mm. So there has to be a balance, right? There yeah. has to be a, a, a ministry and family because um, your family is your first ministry. Yeah. You know, your wife, oh, your children, sure. they, they are your first ministry. Mm -hmm. So. Some of the things that uh, we've done over the years since our kids were small and even now as teenagers is that we've uh, always involved them in what we do. So mm -hmm. if it's an outreach, they were with us. Yeah. Right. You know, you, you know, oh, you're yeah. a pastor's son. You're oh, right. Yeah. You know, they're passing out flyers. You mm -hmm. know, uh, e even now when my uh, wife and I are setting up a booth for uh, preparing Ridge Focus, mm -hmm. uh, the kids are there with us, That's you good. know, and they're, they're yeah. passing out flyers with us. You know, yeah. uh, the events that we have in church, um, we're in a real awesome fellowship that the majority of the things that we do is geared for families mm -hmm. so we just had the um that creative right creative night yeah so i was able to do that with my daughter yeah because we were in ministry together yeah right first you of know? all that was beautiful what you guys said um it was perfect what we, i think what a lot of people needed and uh wanted to hear it was yeah. it was beautiful um if you guys catch cut were there and caught, catched it. Uh, we had the creative night uh, a few weeks ago, and Manny and his his daughter um, they did a they did a spoken word piece and they talked about it was bound for life, right? Right, yeah. About abortion mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and they really challenged everybody. They challenged me like to even push even more. Um, our church is is, is pro life. Uh, we want life. We want babies to be born. We don't That's want right. to see any killing, and and um, it's it's a horrible it's a horrible thing, and so you guys to be able to come out like that and do that was amazing so thank you again for yeah, joining yeah, and being good, part man. of it yeah. uh, we're going to be having another one in may yeah. so hopefully you guys can come with some something else for that one that'd oh, be awesome challenge yeah so um we'll go on to the next one and um so you've been serving god for a long time so we're curious to 
No, what was the first ministry you were involved in that many 23 years ago or yeah. whatever it was? So the first unofficial ministry <laughs> was the Friday Night Outreaches. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I was in that for about a good uh, year, just coming to church wow. and going to outreach. I didn't yeah. even know I was doing a ministry, right? I was just out there. <laughs> just involved, right. hanging out and uh, stuff. But yeah. my first official ministry was uh, the sound ministry. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, the leader at the time, uh, he came up and he says, you know, hey, uh, would you be interested? And mm-hmm. You know, I said, I don't know the first thing about <laughs> yeah. about that, and, but yeah. you know, that yeah. was my first ministry yeah. sound. Most uh, most most sound technicians or engineers or whatever you want to call them, ministry workers and sound team for the churches. Most the majority, I would say, ninety eight percent of them don't know anything about sound when they start. Yeah. Uh, I know for me when I started because I'm also a sound technician. I didn't know anything either when I first started, and um, our friend Manuel, he was like, "Hey, you want to help me out?" Yeah, I was like, "All right, just tell me what to do." And nine years later, you know, me and you are leading this together. Yeah, exactly. And we've created so many different avenues of sound for our church. And it's been amazing. And um, so thankful that you're a part of it and that we get to do that together. So that's awesome. Um, Are there things you learned in sound, that ministry, or maybe in another earlier ministry that impact who you are today and how you operate in your current ministries? Yeah, so we talked about the process, right? You know, and how God uses... Uh, that first step to mm-hmm. get you to the next one. Well, yeah. little did I know how much of a blessing the sound ministry w- was going to be in my life mm-hmm. because the sound, being in the sound ministry, and you know, it teaches you how to think on your feet. Mm-hmm. It teaches you how to think and work under pressure. Oh yeah, you know when mm-hmm. when nothing's working <laughs> and everyone's looking and oh, yeah. it's not even your fault and, and mm-hmm. you, you but you got to fix it right. Of course. Yeah. You know, and it, and it teaches you how to um, be able to a- adjust and uh, and turn on a dime. Yeah, exactly. Know, that, yeah. And that's it's helped me in 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 my work, mm-hmm. my career. Yeah, uh, it's it's helped me um, in, in just everything that I do. That um, when something arises mm-hmm. that doesn't go according to plan. You don't have to panic. Yeah. It's like, all right, uh, what do I do to get through this? Exactly. Uh, what exactly. solutions can we find? Mm-hmm. We already know if something's wrong. Yep. Let's let's not yeah. panic. Let's yeah. just get through this. That's, that's what we do every day. Right. Every, every every service that we have at church, you know, not every single one of them is perfect, but we try to make them perfect as best as we can. Um, not being trained professionals, but just yeah. the experience over so many years of doing it. Just like you said, um, for me, it's disciplined me. Yeah with timing you know because um being in a worship team being in in the sound ministry we're the first ones here we have to be here yeah. early for sound checks and the uh, last ones to leave and sometimes. we're the last ones here yep because gotta have music playing no dead time right. so um that's some good discipline there um yeah. so how do you keep the fire burning um for each ministry and avoid that burnout yeah you know um that some people experience while serving in ministries i know a lot of people go to that you know i've been through that stage before. yeah yeah we we so it's gonna sound cliche but um prayer oh, yeah. uh and your relationship with god there was a good season where um i just felt like man this is like a part-time job man yeah you know and uh mm-hmm. i just felt like my heart was my passion for it you know and uh, what it was was 
that was just a symptom of what was going on on the inside. And what was going on, on the inside was that my uh, prayer life was struggling. My mm. spiritual life was struggling. I was going through the routine and going through the motion. Yeah. And like, I just remember, like it was a job. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, yeah, and, you have to and, show up to show up. Yeah. yeah. To get paid. Yeah. Easy. And we're not getting paid. Right. No, so yeah. it, I just kind of reached the point where I said, God, I don't want to be like this. Mm -hmm. You know, so just kind of. Uh, like you said earlier, falling in love uh, with your first love again, mm -hmm. right? You know, yeah. and, and that's what it was—is that I had to get my heart connected back again to uh, to God, you yeah. know, seeking Him early, exactly. and, uh, praying and reading and fasting, and and then you know, uh, you don't look at it as just something you do. Uh, I look at everything that I'm a part of as mm -hmm. as my life. It's my lifestyle. Yeah, it's not just something I do. It's it's who I am. It's it's. It's what God has done in me. And so mm -hmm. uh, I try not to look at it as just a ministry that I have to do, mm -hmm. you know, like a punch, like a yeah. punch clock. But it's my life. It's yeah. it's uh, yeah. it's my passion. Yeah. And it's 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 a call yeah. that God puts up on yeah. a person. For me, it's the same. And I feel like it's also a privilege to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a privilege yeah. for me to be able to make our church and our worship team effective. You know, um, without sound and lighting and media and video and all that, cameras and all that stuff, um, uh, our, our church would be dark. It'd be, you know, yeah. soundless, you know, or it would sound very, very bad. And with, with teams like ours, like the sound ministry and the video and all that, um, working collectively together, it just, it, it brings our church to an amazing level where God's presence is every service has yeah. been like flowing yeah. through like yeah. amazing you know yeah and, and um, you find joy and you have fun while doing exactly, it too exactly yeah you know, if, if anybody yeah. ever was to go watch us up there we oh yeah they'd be like what <laughs> a lot you of joking doing? around oh, yeah. a lot of you know camaraderie yeah. going mm -hmm. on you know and oh it's, yeah it's uh it's fun yeah man. and most we're pretty much all guys so it's <laughs> like yeah so growing up did you ever imagine yourself um because uh, we know, and if you don't know, for anybody that's listening, Manny is a speaker in our church. He, he does preach the Word of God um, at our midweek services. And you go around to other churches helping minister as well. So did you ever imagine yourself doing that? Uh, no. I, I just, um, when I got saved, I didn't even see myself being saved. <laughs> you know, I fought God for so long, you know. Yeah. And then when I got saved, I just, um, just wanted to be used, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when, um, you know, that scripture comes to mind in, in Corinthians, that no eye has seen, no ear has oh, heard, yeah. and hasn't even entered into the hearts of man, mm -hmm. the things that God has prepared for those who love him, right? Yeah. Well, that's so true because been able to do, um, have experiences and, and do things for uh, for God's kingdom that I would never have imagined. Yeah. You know, we, we got a chance to um, go to England yeah. few years back. Yeah, to to go remodel that uh, the yeah, sanctuary. Sure. Yeah, I was blown away, man, because oh, yeah. I'm just some kid from Los Nietos, man, <laughs> that just was running around yeah. acting a fool, and all of a sudden mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, twenty something years later, I'm in England. Yeah, you yeah. know, working on a church, man, serving God, serving God, yeah. Yeah. and it was just an awesome experience. So oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm super excited yeah. to know what God has in yeah. store for us. Yeah, so we'll we'll combine these two questions. Um, was there specific challenges you faced uh, when you first began preaching, and um, when you do prepare a message like for midweek, what is that like? Like, how do you put it together? Yeah. And all that? So after 
the first time I was able to speak, mm-hmm. you know, and, and give a sermon, um, the very like next week is when we found out that SP had cancer. So oh, that man. was like, talk about a challenge, right? Yeah. You know, um, so, but, you know, God is, God used all of that, man, mm-hmm. and every message and every lesson, uh, you know, he was using those experiences. Mm-hmm. And I, I still, you know, I talked to, uh, you know, like Pastor Tom, and I asked him, you know, mm-hmm. he, when he was down here for this past uh, um, a marriage seminar, yeah. you know, I was yeah. kind of asking him about uh, you know, message preparation and, oh, yeah. you know, and, and so it's, for me, it's a lot of reading, mm-hmm. a lot of studying. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, going back and rereading and, and just, you know, this is what I'm saying makes sense. Yeah. Um, am I you able gotta, to get this point across? Yeah, you, know? you got to preach it to yourself before you can preach it to others. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's just, um, you know, because I want to, I don't take it lightly. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to make sure that I have the mind of Christ. Yeah. You know, and, and so I want to be um, extremely prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I definitely see you. I know sometimes during church you're taking notes and I'm just like, but you're going like hammer on it, taking notes because I know you're 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 probably going to use that or prepare for yeah. your next message. Yeah. And so I know how 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 much you put into it, and I appreciate that because I see the sacrifice you and all the time you do put into it. So I know that when you're speaking, it's not just random stuff that comes out. It's it's you prepared. You prayed and you really did your research on what you're talking about that, yeah. that, for that service. Yeah, we, I, there's um, we have awesome men of God, mm-hmm. awesome men that um, are very knowledgeable in oh, yeah. the Word, and, and I just feel like um, you know, I don't take it lightly. Yeah, and I'm extremely honored, extremely mm-hmm. pr- privileged. Yeah, and uh, you know, like my daughter uh, Marty says, uh, you know, she goes up, she goes, Dad, just preach like it's your last time you know? yeah so dude that's awesome so that's, i try to do that yeah, that's amazing mm-hmm. to have your your your, your daughter's support like that because i remember when i was a kid i was 10 years old when my dad was preaching yeah um and so i didn't think of anything like that but as i got older i wish i was a little older to yeah. give him that encouragement to tell him to keep going you know what i mean and so that's awesome that you have that encouragement behind you um do i know uh, you're not a pastor right now, but you ever see yourself possibly becoming a pastor in the future? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, something my wife and I have been praying for since we were courting. Wow. Um, yes. God's point. timing. Mm-hmm. God's timing. He knows yeah. uh, when and where. Yeah. And uh, we just uh, yeah be uh, keeping in prayer mm-hmm. and that we would uh, respond when the challenge comes. For sure. And yeah, for sure. Uh, um, it's exciting, man. Oh, and yeah. until then. You know, we we've committed ourselves to just being uh, armor bearers and just servants mm-hmm. here. Exactly, man. Yeah. That's good. Um, any advice that you can give uh, anybody else that maybe you know have the call to preach, or uh, or like if they don't know where to start, how do they yeah. go about? I would say, first and foremost, you you want to develop a heart for souls, mm-hmm. a heart for the lost. Yeah. Um, you know, before years before I've ever got to you know, be here preaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing Bible studies at Los Padrinos, the juvenile hall. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's where I learned, you know, how to uh, minister. Mm-hmm. How know, to speak, yeah. You know, yeah. and um, street corners. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, uh, oh yeah. Outreaches. Yeah. That's where I, I developed mm-hmm. just that burden for the lost, a burden for, 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 the, yeah. for the unsaved, you know. Yeah. And um, 
And then just being faithful wherever it is God has placed mm-hmm. you. Um, I never, I, I never asked to to be up there, right, yeah. preaching. Um, I I was just telling. I remember having a conversation with Pastor Richards and just saying, you know, that um, when we came back from uh, helping Pastor Dan mm-hmm. in uh, in Long Beach, yeah, get the church established. Oh yeah, that's right. Man, I came back like just excited, you yeah. know, fired Motivated. up, and I was just like, you know, Pastor. Uh, I just wherever I can be used mm-hmm. in, in whatever capacity, whatever you want. Um, yeah. I was just excited to uh, be back yeah. serving again. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. um, I remember that mm-hmm. that was a great time. Um, I, I was I was honored to be able to go and help that that launch that startup. It was it was a wonderful experience. It was it was a lot of work. Don't yeah. get me wrong because we <laughs> we did it on Sundays and. Um, it would be literally half an hour after our church ended here yeah. in Norwalk, and then we'd have to drive 20 minutes to get to Long Beach, set up in five minutes, and yeah. you know, do what we had to do to help launch that church. And, mm-hmm. it, that, and that the outreaches and the Bible exactly. studies that we had out there. Yeah. yeah, if I could do it again, I would. So mm-hmm. hopefully they have it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so closing out, um, is there any key advice that you can give those who, um, who just decided to follow Christ? Um, or maybe facing a storm in their life currently, um, and how to survive, how to survive that storm, you know. Yeah. When uh, when I first started coming to church, um, uh, Pastor Jesse's brother David, yes, he he says uh, it was it was weird because it was random. Like mm-hmm. he just he just came up to me and he goes he goes can I tell you something? He goes just fall in love with Jesus. Wow. He says don't don't worry about. Mm-hmm. Ministry. Don't worry about a why for career or education. He said, uh, just fall in love with Christ. Yeah. And he says, and if you do that, he says, mm-hmm. all of that stuff will come. Yeah. Man, those to this day, those words are are still fresh in my mind, right? Because mm-hmm. what he was saying was, uh, learn how to seek the kingdom of God first, right? right. You know, yeah. um, Christianity is is um, it's a unique faith in that. You're going to be tested. Mm-hmm. You're going to be tried. Uh, you're going to go through struggle. Yeah. But with every testing and every struggle and every trial, God gives you that victory as well, right? Yeah. He gives you that taste of victory, and he gives you that ability to press on and press forward. Some people say it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And, and it is true, but in any race, there's times where you have to speed up. Mm-hmm. And there's times where you have to pace yourself. Wow. And if you maintain that 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 love affair with Christ, just that one-on-one time, if you don't forget how good He is, mm-hmm. and just maintain that 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 love and that relationship with Him, yes, He'll keep you. He'll keep you. It, I'm I was the kind of kid growing up that couldn't commit to anything. <laughs> you know, as yeah. soon as I started something, I finished. It, I quit. Mm-hmm. You know, when when things would get challenging and tough, but I didn't want to be like that. In Christianity, I didn't want to be like that, you know. And so, um, just being able to renew daily, mm-hmm. you know, that love affair with Christ, man. Yeah. Seeking first His kingdom, and and when you're going through those struggles, you've already established that relationship with Christ, man. You just know, okay, I'm going to get through this one way or the other. I'm going to get through this, mm-hmm. you know. God's going to see me through this, oh, yeah. you know. And He's got a track record. He's oh, yeah. seen us through trial after trial after mm-hmm. trial, and I don't look forward to them. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. you know, no, no. but he'll he'll keep you. And so, mm-hmm. 
what I would say to that new convert, you know, is is you want to be kept. God can keep you. Yes. It's, it's it's not the issue for him to keep you. The mm-hmm. issue is we got to make up our mind. Yeah. You know, like what Daniel said that um, he purposed within himself not to defile himself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So he had that mindset. I'm going to serve Christ. I'm going to mm-hmm. serve God. Yeah. And and, and that's what uh, has kept me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speaking for on my behalf, yeah. that's what's kept me all these years. Is is that uh, I, I love Christ more today than when I first walked in. That's good. And I understand that I need him more mm-hmm. today than when I first yeah. walked in. Yeah. Everybody has that, that um, when you first get saved, Holy Ghost type of like, yeah. I want to do everything for God. I want to do everything for God. Yeah. But um, we, we tend to lose that, right? After right. a couple months or a couple years or whatever it is. And, um, but we need to keep that fire constantly, you know, through our lives. And, and just like you said, and just like James one twelve said, like we talked about earlier, that um, he preserves under trial because we're you know we want to stand that test, and um, going through these trials is 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 something we should not take lightly. We need to go through these trials. We need to go through um, you know things like your wife having cancer, and mm-hmm. and thank God that was a miracle. She yeah. survived and she's alive and well. She yeah. was trying to become the mayor of Norwalk, you know, like she almost did it too. She almost did it. And I believe the next one, if she ever does it again, I think she can. And, um, and that's such a huge testimony. And, um, I'm so proud of like being able to see you, um, like you said, be the husband you needed to be. And, and to go to that is just amazing. Um, yeah, God's good. He yeah. really is. That's good. He and, really and, is. And, um, uh, but I, uh, you know, I, there's nothing more else to say than God is good because that's what he is. Um, he keeps us going, you know. Uh, we, we talked about longevity, and um, we keep on serving year after year right. because of his grace, because yeah. of his His awesome power and love that he's given us. Um, coming up on Easter, uh, we celebrate his awesome love. And um, so thank you. Um, thank you for being here, Manny. It was a uh, privilege. Yeah. I, I appreciate the— uh, Of course. The invitation, man. Yeah, when, sure. when you when you told me that, I was yeah. like, "That's pretty cool, man. Awesome. That's awesome." Yeah. And praying for this ministry that you guys are doing, man. Sure. I believe thank you, you. you guys thank can you. reach yeah. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is episode one. Uh, we thank you for joining us. Um, thank you, Manny Free, once thank again you. for being here. Uh, thank you to our crew that have helped out. There's a total of nine of them. Um, so thank you all for helping out. Good job, um, guys. Yes. Thank you.